Crone's getting a split. Mizzy in front of the 100. Crone goes up the inside and Crone takes the lead in the Kilmore. Crone draws clean out from Mizzy. It's a Queensland victory. Crone beat Mizzy. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back once again to the Mock Sports Presents, the second season now of the Quaddy Potty. My name is Mitchell Cashmore, and of course, as always, joined once again by Nick Highland. How are you, mate? Yeah, mate, I'm very good. Very good to get cracked back right into it, and yeah, I'm keen as. Yes, it's, it's been too long. Been far too long. Very, very keen to get stuck into the autumn carnival. Um... Got a big year coming up for the Mox, Nick. Big, big year starting with uh, this podcast season, of course. But before we get into that, how was your, your summer? How was the summer break? Yeah, good, mate. Um, wasn't much of a break, obviously, with work and other stuff going on. But um, good to get some good racing and, um, yeah, some other good sporting with the cricket going on as well. And the tennis that's just finished up. So good sporting going around Australia at all times. So, um yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, you would be happy to see the horses come back into fine form because as we were discussing the other day over a round of golf, you were getting pretty sick and tired of summer racing, eh? Yeah, the uh, it's hard to watch. Like, I'd only watch it every couple of weekends and there'd just be some absolute nobody horses that you can't even can't even get around to learn. Like, it's 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 you you're better off guessing. Like, there's no not much form going into these races they're all pretty much tab highways with all these random horses and yeah it's just no quality fields not what you'd like to see um just makes that um autumn carnival and the spring carnival so much better to watch i guess so it's got its perks but um but yeah i'm looking forward to the to this autumn carnival coming up yeah i I mean i like all kinds of racing i like to just sit there and watch even if i'm not having a bet so i can just see what sort of horses are coming through the ranks. But like you said, it was very hard this summer. It was almost like throwing a dart at a dartboard some days, especially last week at Rose Hill. The track bias was unbelievable. You had horses like, um, who was it? Who was it? Animo. Animo comes back and goes down. Uh, it's, the, you know, the Cox Plate, the G1 horse. You would have thought that's better today absolutely gone down because Rose Hill was all about, you know, grabbing the rail and just riding it the whole way. You couldn't get anywhere near it if you weren't on the pace and up the front on the rail, which was a shame to see because, you know, you want to see some strong racing where horses come from all parts of the field, not just, you know, the $40 roughy grabbing the rail and going the whole way. So, but um, there was a nice highlight during the summer, of course, Magic Millions always is. Absolutely cleaned up we did, Nick. We had the last five winners of the day. Uh, Cool and Gatter, of course, absolute star. We'll get more into her as this carnival goes along. We also had Wisdom of Water, who's racing uh, on this card on Saturday. Also, of course, our old favourite, 11-11, just to name another one. Very good day there, so hopefully we're able to uh, keep that form going in. But, uh... Before we get stuck right into the Autumn Carnival, I just want to ask you, we've got a nice little segment we like to do on the Instagram page, Punt to the Future, uh, where we take our best futures bets and put them up and get the early prices in. I just want to know what your one futures bet of the Autumn would be. If you could like take 
anywhere from $10, $20, $50, whatever stake you want to be confident in, where would you be putting that early money in before the races get underway? It's not a market here, but I'm going to make a bit of a punt to the future, kind of a horse to keep your eye on for a couple of group ones this year. Okay. Not sure what you're after, mate, but a bit different. Um, Giannis. I reckon Giannis is going to come in here with a big summer and, um, yeah, a, a big autumn, sorry, and I reckon a group one's not too far away. Just going to shock us. Um, so, yeah, I'd be keeping my money pretty close in some of those big races because it's going to be paying some big money, and I reckon it's just going to absolutely upset one of them. So um, I'd look into the futures for a couple of group ones that it's it's looking to line up to get into, but Giannis, I reckon, is a chance to get into a group one this this autumn. autumn. Jeez, that surprised me. That's a, it's a big call, Nick. It is a big call after all of the uh, the damage it's done to punters' wallets over the uh, last few preps. But I was talking to uh, our good friend, Bailey Jones. Shout out to him if he's listening. Probably not, though. But he owns Giannis, and I've had many a talk about that horse with him. And Giannis is going into this carnival for the first time with its nuts chopped off. It is now a gelding. And they're really happy nice. with its progress after it's been gelded. They think it's a much calmer, much more mature horse. Really focused on running a strong race to the line now. Apparently, its track work has been very, very strong, and they're really looking forward to seeing how it hits the track this week. Actually, it's it's uh, scheduled to be first up in the Eskimo, and uh, hopefully, some many more strong races to come throughout the autumn, like you said, might even be a group one on the horizon if it's able to put in some strong showings. Um, but for me, punters, I think uh, I'm looking at the Australian Guineas. Pascaro, I'd be putting 10 bucks on it, $12. Horse, it's in my black book. We tipped it up there on the page, Instagram page um, a couple of days ago on Wednesday, and it absolutely came out and ran brilliant race just like it did first up. Seems to absolutely time its run to perfection. Just knows when to push the button and it goes hard. Uh, first up, got slashed from, I think it was around 60 bucks into 26. Today it's been slashed uh, 26 into 12 after the big run on Wednesday. Um, yeah, so before it gets slashed even more, I'd be just putting some money on the $12 at Pasquero. It's going to have to beat the likes of Forgot You, Pinstriped, Captivant, Artorias, Hitotsu to get that win. But I'm thinking if it does end up getting a start after a few more good showings, it's definitely going to be a lot shorter than 12 bucks. So that's my punt of the future tip. Um, and finally, Nick, just want to, before we get into the tips, remind everyone that Spotify now allows you to rate the podcast. So if you could throw us a cheeky five-star rating while you're listening right now, that would be huge for us. It really helps with all the uh, all the formulas out there that helps us, you know, maybe even get on the charts one day and uh, really blow up the podcast. So if you could do that, it would be much appreciated, Legends. But uh, for now, let's get straight into these tips, Nicholas. Nicholas, my friend, are you tired of the big bookies keeping you down? Yes, I am. Well, what if I told you there was an Aussie-owned bookie out there and they would keep your best interests at heart? You're kidding. There can't be. Well, with PlayUp, you can get access to some of the best quality customer service that I have ever seen from a bookie. Don't tell me there's a link in our Instagram bio to sign up with. Oh, you bet there is, Nico. Head to the show notes or in the link in our Instagram bio and you can sign up with PlayUp today and you can start getting access to not only amazing customer service, but also a wide range of incredible weekly promotions and offers. 
Tell them we sent you and they will look after you, unlike the big bookies. All right. Ten races to be run and one on the weekend as uh, Rich Racing finally returns to Sydney, Nick. Uh, the $2 million English Millennium for the two-year-olds headlining the day. Big lead-up race to the Golden Slipper. Um, track's probably going to be in the soft to heavy range if this uh, rain does continue to fall as is forecasted. Been pretty miserable so far this week in Sydney, apart from Monday, which was a scorcher. Uh, so with that, shouldn't be too much leader versus backmarker bias with that weather, plus the rail in the true position. But like I said earlier, after what we saw at Rose Hill last week, anything could really happen with the bias. So make sure to monitor that throughout the day. Okay, straight into it. Race one, the 1,000 metre mark, the Lonro Plate. Uh, one of the many lead-ups to the slippers that's going to be happening throughout the next few weeks. Always unpredictable with these young horses. Um, Spacewalk has some good form behind Sajardin, the favourite in the English Millennium that we'll get to later. Flimstock won a debut and is related to trekking, so you've got to respect that pedigree. Cythera, also a horse that's at good odds in my mind, won a trial in absolutely second gear, never got out of it, never really put in its best showing, but still was able to win quite well. Has Tommy Berry on board, so you've got to respect those big odds. However, I'm going to have to be with the favourite, Lady Laguna. I've got, we mentioned the futures bets earlier in the show, I have a futures bet on Lady Laguna to win the slipper at $50, so I want her to be running really strongly here, so that's ticket gets slashed even more and it's starting to look really really flat um not flat really fat ticket there uh don't like that it's its third new jockey in its third start but it does get j-mac and that's a massive tick has one on the good ground and last start absolutely pissed in in a slopper of a track at uh rose hill so looks the goods here think it can go on here three dollars it'll be good enough for me in the first yeah, not bad, mate. Uh, it's going to be Plimstock for me. Uh, raced well in its debut and um, raced well before that in a couple of trials. Looks pretty good for me and at $5 for the win with Timmy Clark on board. I think it's a good good bet and a good horse that we're going to be watching for a couple of years to come, hopefully. Heading to race two, the Tab Highway, of course, at the 1,200 metres. I'll tell you what, your guess is as good as mine, um, but I'm going to have to go rough at least. It's going to be... A Tobe here with Jamie Carr on board. $27 roughy here. $7.50 to place. I uh, hope this one can get it done. But yeah, to be honest, it's not a not a real betting race. Um, it's a pretty hard one to pick, I'd say. And yeah, your guess would be as good as mine. So I, I've decided to go rough. I mean, if anyone's going to get the best out of that horse, it's going to be Jamie Carr. That's for sure. Um, like you said, anyone's guess is as good as ours. So might as well ignore that favourite and go a little bit of value. So I'm going to have a stab at a head start. $7 to win, $2.50 to place. Has some pretty good form for a highway horse. Last start, ran close behind 10 bells and was able to beat Casino Kid to the line. Casino Kid, of course, has come out and won a few good races since then. Uh, the start before that, ran a length off Leo, who has since been way too good for highways and is running around in the uh, BM80 these days. So... Also gets J-Mac on board, so I think a head start, definitely a good enough bet for the highway at a very, very tricky race on a very, very tricky day of racing. So from the highway, we move into the midway, the 1,600 metres, yet another tricky race to always pick. Almost no speed in this one. McCormack and so sneaky to probably set the pace, but it'd probably be a slow pace by the looks of things. Uh, straight into it, I'm going to have to get behind a roughy. 
Jungle Book, back to multiple times weekday grade and always seems to be thereabouts come the finish. Last start was an impressive third at this grade, so can definitely get it done. Um, also doesn't mind the wet and with Reese Jones on board, he definitely knows how to get a roughie up. So $18 to win and $4.80 to place seems to be a very good price for me on Jungle Book in the midway. Nick, what are you thinking? Yeah, um, I've been tossing and turning about this one. Another pretty di- uh, difficult one to pick. But yeah, Tycoon Halley for me. $7 to win. Um, been thereabouts pretty much every start this prep with a first, third, third, second, and third again. Um, hasn't been too far behind. So yeah, paying $7 to win um, looks to be a pretty good one for the for the midway. Heading to race four at the 1,000 metres with the benchmark 94 sprint. Um Malkovich is the current favourite at $3.70, followed closely behind by Kalos at $4. Pretty tight field, to be honest, with all the runners sitting around the same price, uh, pretty under $10, I'm pretty sure. But um, for me, it has to be Sky Command. Weather conditions should be fitting nicely. Last start at Canterbury, a good track, was a win. Now with Rachel King on board and probably a soft, maybe a heavy if it keeps getting real bad. I think it'll be better suited to the conditions and to this distance of race. So I think it, Sky Command looks to be the best for me at $7 for the win and $2.30 for a place. Yeah, you're not wrong. Sky Command, I did think, uh, was really suited to this track and these conditions. Uh, when it did win at Canterbury, as you mentioned last start, was able to beat Abel Willie home, and that's, a, that's potentially huge, as Abel Willie is touted to be a very, very good horse. Um, however... Can't, can't just, just can't have it, in my opinion. Um, I'm looking towards uh, the likes of Malkovich and Wisdom of Water. Like I said earlier, we had, Mal- um, not Malkovich, we had Wisdom of Water on Magic Millions Day. Won really, really solidly for us and was able to bring us home with a nice $8 winner there. Has the form behind 11-11, who, of course, again, won for us on Magic Millions Day and the Magic Millions Cup. And that form was able to hold up. But... Despite the fact that she's flying and has Jamie Carr, could definitely get the best out of her, but probably is too wet. Loves loves the uh, the dry ground, does Wisdom of Water, so I'm not quite sure how it'll fare if it does end up really, really sloppy. If it ends up being dry, probably get on. That's probably the bet to have. But if it ends up being wet, Malkovich at $3.70. I can't go past, even though it is the favourite. Um, King of the Quinella, this horse, rarely out of the top two. Also has the exact same form of Wisdom of Water from um, behind 11-11. They ran behind him in the same race. So the form seems to be holding up. So either those, either of those two can rely on it. But if the, end, the rain ends up keep coming down, the conditions probably lead into Malkovich's hands more. So I'll be having a bet on Malkovich at $3.70 and also probably a cheeky trifecta with Sky Command and Wisdom of Water if you like a bit of a exotic play punters. Move on to race five, 1600 meters. Yukon and Yardsticks push forward here. The Ritz is a tricky one, comes down from Queensland and I do love a horse that comes down from Queensland, but honestly not sure if the Ritz has the run in it. Last start seemed to have come to the end of its prep, however did have strong sectionals. So you don't really know, did it? Did it really give the horses at the front of the pack too much of a start, or was it just super, super tired and looking for the paddock? Uh, However, the trainer, Michael Costa, isn't an idiot, so if he's kept him going, he certainly still has some left in the tank. 
Uh, also nom- nominated for Brisbane, most likely to get a run there than Sydney, but we'll see how that goes. Arctic Thunder, in great form at the moment. Won at this grade, last start, and now has to tackle the boys after graduating from Phillies and Mare grade. Yukon running well, but not well enough to be fave, in my opinion. Betting-wise, I think if the Ritz does run, it's a good bet at $6.50 to win, $2.30 to place each way. If not, I'd personally just be watching this one because it's a very, very difficult race. But if you must have one if the Ritz isn't running here and is up in Doombin, uh, I'd have a fiver each way on Arctic Thunder at $9.50 and $3 to place. How about you, Nick? Yeah, you said Arctic Thunder's been racing well, so yeah, I'm going to go with that here. Uh, one earlier this year with by 0.2 lengths on the same type of field. Um, with a bit of a wet track and a decent wet record, I reckon it can get done. $9.50 for the win seems a pretty good bet for me and one of my better ones of the day, I think. So, yeah. Uh, race six, we skip for the tip-off, which we'll come back to at the end. Correct? Yes. Uh, do you want to get us into race seven? Yes, lovely. 1,300 metres, the Vinery Benchmark 78. Lady Banff and Princess Rihanna to roll forward. Uh, I'll be straight into it, this one, punters. Joviality returned to form first up, finally showed us what um, it's capable of. Came narrow second to Rule of Law, who is absolutely flying right now, and came out and won last week. So um, I'm thinking Rule of Law is... The Rule of Law form will definitely be a good shout for Joviality. So at $3.60, I'll be on the Waller horse here. Joviality for me in the race. Race at the 1,200 metres, probably, in my opinion, the best race of the day at Ramwick. I've uh, got some big names here with Cab Devant, Converge, Halal, Paul Lely, Coast Watch, Giannis, Ranchant, uh, just to name a couple. Um, Paul Lely's set to be running down in Melbourne, apparently. Yes. Um, so not too sure what they're... What the Cummings camp will will decide upon there, um, whether they send him down to to Melbourne or if he's already in Sydney, I'm not too sure. Haven't haven't had a look into that, but yeah, my tip has to be Converge five dollar for the win. Backed it a couple of for its last win last time. Um, good horse here, and yeah, should be a pretty good race to watch. To be honest, and I'm I'm pretty excited to watch it. Yeah, I took the words right out of my mouth. This is probably the uh, the race of the day in my mind as well. So many good horses coming here first up. Hard to believe it's a, a group three field. Um, but yeah, Converge. I'm, I'm a big Converge man myself. Trialing like an absolute jet recently. Gets the gun barrier. However, never seen the wet. So I think it's going to have a really strong run. But it's just going to be interesting if it does indeed end up wet on the day. How it's going to fare. Um, other horses to touch on. You know, you've got Captivant, the Cox Plate horse. However, I don't think it should have ever been in the Cox Plate. Uh, so I think the uh, $20 price tag in this race is bang on. Could definitely win, but I wouldn't want it at the drop back in distance. Major drop back in distance there. Um, so definitely only worth a small bet if you're getting on Captivant. Halal finished super last prep. Can go on with it. Has drawn wide, however, and will definitely get shifted back in the run unless it pushes forward, which I don't think it will. Um... Paul L's huge. Should have been in the Everest, in my opinion. Finished poorly last prep. However, can forgive that. Been absolutely crunched in the betting. But like you said, also in Melbourne, it's been crunched in the betting. So no one really knows at this point where it's going to be going. Um, I would probably think it runs here more than it does in Melbourne. But who knows? Um, but uh, And of course, Giannis, like we discussed earlier with Giannis. Got a big autumn in prep, hopefully, for the owners. You've said it's probably might have some 
Group 1 features ahead of it. Um, it definitely could. I just can't have a bet on it at this stage. I need to watch its first run as a gelding first before I put any money anywhere near it. If it impresses me, I'll definitely be on next start. But uh, just like yourself, can't go past Converge. The trial's been too impressive. think a massive autumn is in store for this horse. At $5, I'll definitely be on Converge. Very nice. Move on, race 9, 1,200 metres, half the field to go forward, Rustic Steel, Silent Impact and Matoy to be the main chances. Rustic Steel has King of Sparta and Selvio's form um, and has since won, since between running close behind those two and their great horses, of course, King of Sparta winning the uh, three-year-old guineas up at Magic Millions and Selvio's being an old favourite of mine. But however, I just can't go past Silent Impact. I know it's another favourite, but... It's just a really promising sort that I can get behind. Great runs behind Tiger of Malay. Timed the last run to absolute perfection at this course. Can definitely win again at the $2.70 mark. I think Silent Impact is also a horse that's going to have a very, very bright future. Yeah, 100%, mate. Um, probably one of my favourite horses going around at the moment, to be honest. Um, yeah, back to last week. And yeah, it's, it's, it's just going to win again. So that'll be for me in race number nine. Um, heading to the last race of the card, uh, 1,600 metres. Pretty decent one here. Pretty average day of racing, to be honest, except for the eighth. But, um, but yeah, I'm going to keep it pretty simple. Lackeen, Timmy Clark in the last, $6 to win and $2.25 to place. Godolphin Blue, got a good wet track record. Should be thereabouts. One of the leading plays in the race and yeah don't mind it that's six dollars pretty sure yeah six dollars to win two dollars 25 to place i don't know if it's really got a great wet track record considering it's undefeated on good and it's never won on the wet like i know it's placed a few times but it's never managed to find its way over the line in first place so you're sure like that's i said it's, it's got a decent wet track record it doesn't have amazing I don't know what you consider decent, but you got pretty high stands with decent. It's always thereabouts on the on the heavy track. Oh, in fact, for sure. Fair enough. I just wanted to hear your thoughts on that. If you if you stand by it, I respect it. It is a good horse, so I, res- I respect it, Nick. Um, I'll also keep it pretty simple. Frosty Rocks for me, six dollars fifty win, two dollars thirty to place. Also, uh, has good form behind eleven eleven and in that Magic Millions Cup, probably should have won, was uh, looking like it was going to win, then got nabbed absolutely on the line, lost by 0.3 lengths in the end, has Jamie Carr on board, should be a good bet in the get-out stakes in the last. Nico, before we begin, let me ask you something. Do you reckon you're any good at fantasy sports? You bet I am, mate. Well, with Draft Stars, you can get off the bench and into the game. Play for fun or play for cash as you compete against other sports fans across Australia for huge prize pools, with some even going upwards of $10,000. That sounds like free money to me. Well, it's not exactly free money, my friend, but if you fancy yourself a bit of a fiend for anything fantasy sports related, whether it's horse racing, AFL, NRL, cricket, NBA, or whatever sport of your choosing, you can head to draftstars.com.au and start playing now. The details are in the show notes or in our Instagram bio. Click the link, sign up today. Tell them the Moth Boys sent you and start winning big on Draft Stars. All right, we're back. The great tip off. Uh, we'll decide who is the punter of the autumn. I was fortunate enough to take out punter of the spring, but uh, the leaderboard is now wiped clear. 
We are on zero apiece, Nicholas, and you can uh, try and attempt to take the title of best punter off me this carnival. So I want to hear thoughts straight away on what looks to be a very, very tricky race to kick off the Autumn Carnival when it comes to the big, rich features. Yeah, man. I agree. Um, seems to be a good race. It's going to be, yeah, probably one of the better ones leading up into the week. Um, I'm pretty interested to see who you have, to be honest. Who you got? Um, I'm looking at Zambezi River. It's uh, currently listed at $11 to win and $3.50 to place on sports bet. As many of the long-time listeners will know, when it comes to these maiden races, um, I often like to uh, have the money on race experience. And so mo- most of these ones admittedly do have race experience, but there are a few maidens going around in this one. But it's just it's just hard to predict with two-year-olds. They're always so messy. Like, for instance, I have Ebha has another futures bet on for the... Uh, Golden Slipper, and I thought last week she was going to come out and absolutely blitz the field, and she didn't. And so many, many things go into racing, and these horses are just so young in their career, it's hard to really see how they're going to run on the day. The only one in this class that seems to be the perfect horse so far is, of course, the favourite, Cool and Gatter. So all of these horses are going to eventually going to be having to go up against her, so they need a really strong showing here to prove that they can beat it. And personally, I think out of this field, Zambezi River is the only one that sticks out to me as someone that can do that. On debut, came second to Sajardin in that, I believe, was the Golden Gift. Back in the... Uh, no, sorry, not the Golden Gift. It was the Breeder's Plate. Um, the Sajardin is the favourite here. And in that race, just a length off, came Zambezi River. It's basically Waller's only hope for the Golden Slipper, so you'd think that he'd be pretty confident in it if he's even sort of attacking this big race. Um, he's a master trainer, so to have a Waller two-year-old at that sort of price, I can't go past it. It's uh, trialed since then and has seemed to be a pretty smart horse, so I think it can come out and get it done. But like I said... Many, many times these races are so unpredictable. I'm very keen to hear your thoughts and see who you're siding with. Yeah, I'm going to go with Sajardin. Uh, very good horse. Once first, two on debut. Um, yeah, it's just a, just a genuine good horse here. Um, but yeah, like you said, could, anything could happen. And it's a, it's a big race. And it's probably a big telling point into the, into the lead up to the slipper. But yeah, who who knows? Anything can happen. But Sajardin for me at four dollars twenty for the for the tip off. Yeah, like I said, Sajardin, very very good horse in its own right. It beat your old favourite Ojai um, home in the uh, Golden Gift, of course. Ojai is one of your favourable two year olds this class. But um, yeah, it's gonna be interesting. I'm thinking Sajardin and Zambezi River could definitely run the Quinella just like they did in the Breeders' Plate. Like I said, so if you want a little same race multi or uh, Quinella exotics bet punters, maybe chuck a tenner on that. Who knows? But uh, we'll definitely be taking this race as a learning point headed towards the slipper, just like Nick said. But that concludes all the chat for Randwick. Let's look elsewhere around the country, Nick. What have you found around the grounds? 
Um, I've headed down to Caulfield. Got a got a couple of runners there. So in race two, got Hasseltoff paying seven dollars fifty. Uh, race nine down at Caulfield, Savannah Cloud, and then race seven at Caulfield, Holbein paying eight dollars. Got one more uh, over at Morfordville, race four, Fighting McLaren. Always good there. Good yeah. horse, always thereabouts. Three dollars ninety for the win. Um, pretty good one for me. So yeah, I'm pretty pretty happy with those four picks. Love a bit of Fighting McLaren. Um. I've also gone down to Caulfield in the fifth. Paul Lelly was the one that we discussed. Is double nominated, so if it does race here instead of Sydney, easily better the day at two dollars eighty in my mind. If not, I do like Marine One at the five dollar fifty mark. Has form behind the absolutely flying horse in the form of in the boat. Can definitely win here in the sixth at Caulfield. Divine Diosa, owned by my auntie. And has some great form around it. Is always thereabouts come finish time. Loves to attack the line like an absolute dog. $5 to win. I'll definitely cop that bet. And much like Paul Lelly, like I mentioned, the Ritz also double nominated. Nominated to be running in Brisbane instead of Sydney. If does so, I will be having a bet on at the $5 mark on that as well. And other than that, Nick, all that's left to discuss is the quaddy. Who have we got in the first couple of races? Race seven, we've got Joviality, Incredulous Dream, Lady Banff, and Saigon. Race eight, Paul Lelly, Converge, Ranch Hand, and Halal. And who have we got in race nine and ten? Uh, Silent Impact, Rustic Steel, Liberty Sun, Fast Coney in the ninth. And to round it out, we've got Through the Cracks, Frosty Rocks, Purple Sector, and Mighty Beal in the tenth. We've gone uh, pretty safe with this one, four in each leg, as is tradition on this show. You could probably... Definitely go a little lighter in some legs and a little heavier in some legs. But uh, we want to try and get off to a win here. If it does indeed get ravaged by scratchings because of the double no- nominations, we will put our updated one up on our Instagram at the Mox Sports. But uh, at the current stage, $50 on our current quaddie will get you 19.5%. And hopefully, Nick, will have better luck on the quaddies than we did last season. There you go. Uh, anything to say to the punters before we sign off? Um, not really. Just um, get back into it. Hopefully some good races can get back and come soon, I guess. Um, yeah, just start to enjoy your punting a bit more because I know it's been hard. So get around it. Yes, get around it indeed, ladies and gentlemen. Autumn racing is here for the next 10 weeks, and so are the mocks. However, just a quick announcement. Next week, unfortunately, we won't be playing over your airways as Nicholas is off to the Gold Coast and won't be available. Um, so that will be the one week that we will miss. But don't worry, we will have a full card of tips each up for the week. And uh, the week after, we will be ready to attack your ears. Not attack, but uh, you'll be ready to hear our our voices over the airwaves, over wherever you listen, whether it's SoundCloud, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. Give us a follow wherever you are, so to make sure you do not miss that episode when it lands, or any episode throughout the season. So uh, good luck on the weekend, punters. We will see you then. See you, boys.